0: Hello guys, welcome to Feminist Inc, the podcast where we get to talk about just how difficult and frustrating it is to be a feminist in Nigeria. The struggle is real, fam. On this week's episode, we're going to be doing a book review, yes, a book review. I know you guys are missing my book reviews, like, they were always top notch. It's not my fault. I was looking for a book to review, and there are lots of books, but I need that to find one that you guys would really like and enjoy, so... Took some time obviously. But I've got one now, yes, and it's titled The Smart Money Woman by arise Ugu I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right well. I hope if she's listening, I hope you don't mind ma Yes The Smart Money Woman and I'm sure some of you might have heard about this book. I don't know. I'm ashamed to say that I only recently heard about this book because, like, I'm such a huge book fan. Like, I'm a bookworm. Anyone that knows me knows I love books. And th- this book was out there in the market since when? 2019. And I'm just finding out about it. Ah! It paid me. It paid me to die. But let's not beat ourselves up. Finally, 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 I found the book. So, and if you, and the book. So let me start. What's the book about? What's the book about? So the smart money woman follows five women living their lives. And Iresse uses these five women to teach us financial lessons. So um, she takes real life things that happens to these women. She uses the stories of these five women to teach us important lessons about our about our finances I may be thinking that uh, uh, don't do, I, be, I mean you may be thinking that I uh, why a book on finances is this is this a finance podcast or what what I also say is that women and finances are not it's not really something that has been really popular for some time now because most people think that providing for the family is the man's job that women have no place knowing anything about finances women have no place knowing anything about money except to spend it most people think that women are extravagant spenders and well some women are true but i know that women know how to save very well so and i like how rsa really brings finances to the woman like of course everybody can read the book but it's specifically geared towards women and which is why I love it which is why I I personally I think of it as feminist literature, it has a lot of feminist themes running throughout the book so we have the five women we have Zuri, she's a spender Holly Kua high moral standards we have Tammy, she loves having fun and has no scruples whatsoever when it comes to getting money my kind of girl (laughs) I'm just joking adesua she's a devoted wife amazing mom lara very frank blunt she will give it to you as it is no no missing words ladun enjoyment minister if you say enjoy ladun knows how to enjoy but she has a very strong backbone before i get into the book let me just say that i'll be taking talking about the smart money woman and the smart money tribe which is the sequel to the smart money woman because i feel like to fully understand the lives of these five women you must read the two books because arisa didn't really go into the background of the other women aside zuri because zuri is the main character in book one so she didn't really go into the background of the other four friends yes so if you really want to understand their characters and everything you really need to read the smart money tribe and these five women are uh, they've taught me a lot of things. In fact, I personally see them as role models. I see Lara, I love Lara, she's so resilient. She has a huge family to take care of. Even though she earns a lot of money, she has so much family responsibilities, like a lot of school fees to pay. You know all this extended family now that you're paying that school fees, you're paying the house rent, you are paying the hospital bill, anything that goes wrong is you the first call. Lara is in that kind of situation. She feels like she barely has enough money to spend on herself. Arrested uses Lara to like, to I feel like she uses it to, to sympathize with people that are actually going through that kind of thing. And then to teach them how, even in that kind of situation, they can manage their finances. In the smart money tribe, Lara loses her mom, and she also loses her job in the space of like, Three months or so or even a year, I, I can't remember. So like it just shows that okay, if life should bring you this, what can you do? Even if you have this many responsibilities. And Lara she 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 stood up to the challenge. She could have much tougher a man. Yes, there's this billionaire that was a married billionaire that was after her. But she did not. She stood up and she showed us what she was made of and like and I'm like Oh, that's a woman baby that's a woman right there and then tammy what of time? she has a rich dad she come from a rich home but and yes yeah, she's notorious for dating rich men because of their money and i don't blame her baby girls gotta leave but like she actually showed up when it mattered the most she showed up for her business when it's, when, when it really mattered she transformed her business and started turning in a profit no you guys should read the book you learn a lot about money, but you also learn a lot about men. You learn a lot about relationships. You learn a lot about, like, we have Adesua. Even though Soji cheats on her, Soji emotionally and financially abuses her, she still stays with him because she feels that she's a duty to fix Soji. She feels that he's, he's going to change one day. She feels that that if she, that she how can she be a divorcee? Like she feels like she owes the world being married. And she's such a low Ah this way such a I mean if you guys should read the book, you'll fall in love with her this way. I fell in love with her. Like of course you think that ah this girl is very stupid at times. Like she can be extremely gullible and stupid when she comes to surgery Well I don't blame her per se because I feel like that's how well she loves someone. Imagine if she took all that love that she has for that rubbish husband and she put it on someone that actually deserves it ah oh, that person she's going to enjoy the person that is that, is, that she's dating will enjoy her to she will enjoy i just saw it's just she's gold i just saw it's gold gold then zuri zuri was in the in book one zuri was like in debt serious debt a car she could not fix her car because she didn't have money she was only service charge of her apartment like so many things, but she was able to turn her finances around. And Zuri believes that um, like if you read the book, the the, the, the friends were having this conversation, that she, Tammy was like she should date rich men, rich men. So, and Zuri was like she can't. That how can she ha- give sex in return for money? And I realized that a lot of rich men. That, that's one thing I took from the book. A lot of rich men, they give you money in exchange for the sex. That's what they want. So it's, it's like, no, sort to of prostitutes. We're like, we're a higher class prostitute. And Zui was like, she cannot do it. Yes, yeah, she, she, she can never do it. Sir. She wants to take care of herself. And I like that. And I want that for all women. As a woman, sure, you can enjoy your man's money. There's no Big deal, but don't let it be that. If you don't have sex with him, he's not going to give you money again. That's not a that's not a good relationship kind of thing. That's extremely toxic. You don't any, you don't owe anyone sex, including your partner. If you're not if you're not ready for it, you're not ready for it. Nobody should be able to use money as a hold as a hold over you, like. And I really explored themes of marriage. Like, um, Tammy was like, she she met this lady that wanted to buy this big car, Well, her mom told her not to buy it because if she buys it, no man wants marry her because they'll feel threatened by her. And I'm like, what? Like, why do we have to be, like, society, like Chimamada said, society tells girls to be successful, but not too successful, not more successful than their men. You can be successful, but not as successful as a man. Like, if a girl is not successful, they say she's not successful. But if she's too successful, they say she's too successful. Like, what exactly do you want from us women? And certain that some women actually, some women actually believe in this thing. I believe it's internalised misogyny. I'm going to talk more on that, maybe in another episode. It's internalised misogyny because see Adeswa for example. She's the breadwinner of their family. But she pretends as if Soji is the breadwinner. She so that she be so that she will not like emasculate him. So she tells all her friends that Soji that is providing for the house, meanwhile it's her. Like is this ego so fragile? That he can't even bear this, the, the thought of the of his wife being the provider in the home. Like if you truly love someone, wouldn't you even be happy to spend their money proudly and say tell everyone ah this is what my w- woman has achieved though this is this, this, this that that instead of pretending like you're the breadwinner. And the worst part is Soji totally abused the, the the privilege that this gave They have a joint account, so like. Soji would take money from them, would not tell Adesua. <sighs> like, I feel like, Adesua was an enabler of Soji's bad behavior. Honestly, she enabled so many things to go on in that marriage that should not have gone on. That marriage should have ended a long time ago. No woman deserves that. And this is just my, my own cry, that if you're in a toxic relationship, I know it may seem like, oh, it's going to change, eh? How people see it. whole society think. What my parents think. Or maybe your parents are pressuring you. Please. Do what's best for you. Do what your heart is telling you to do. And leave that man. Please. Like, no, this is serious. I almost cried. Like, that's how much. That's how. Like, I just swore, to forgive this guy. He still went back. Cheated on I again. Like, ah. Uh, Please, and this kind of bullshit that women are supposed to to keep up with, and then another thing I noticed, one thing, another um feminist thing that I really, no, she just talked about it in passing, was when Zuri was doing a presentation, yes, at work, and one of her bosses or one of the prospective clients was like making life difficult for her because she because she was a pretty woman. He believed that she using her good looks to like get away with stuff. And my question is this: Why is it that? Why do women always have to do more than men to prove themselves? Why? Why? Why is it that whenever men look at us, they see nothing but how we look. They don't even see what we're saying. If this prospective client had listened to Zuri and heard the value she was impacting, he would have understood, but rather he chose to judge her by how she looks. And this is not the first time I've seen this thing. In society today, females, women, girls were judged by how pretty we look, our eyeballs plucked, our legs shaved, is our tummy flat, is our breasts well packaged. So everything just must just be physical, 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 physical. And I am sick and tired. Sick and tired of that. Thankfully, Zuri put him in his place. <laughs> I trust my girl. She put him in his place. Fast, fast. She answered all these questions. Ah, but they actually ended up dating each other. But Ah Put him in his place. So And one thing that Arisa really said. that that stuck with me is the way men... different ways men and women see wealth. She said, In my experience, men are more aggressive when it comes to building wealth. It might be cultural or a product of the patriarchy. But men and women are raised to think about their money differently. Most African men are taught early on that they are the providers... So they want to generate enough income that will protect their family's financial future. Therefore, men are more likely to want to be landlords and take on more risks like invest in the stock market so they can grow their money faster. My theory is that most African women are great at saving, but they tend to save to spend instead of saving to build. Like, I really, that's, from the whole book, that's, what will I say, like my greatest take home. Men are taught early on that they are the providers, so the way they see wealth is that ah, I must make money. But we men are taught that uh, their own job is to take care of the children. They're not taught that they may need to provide, and so they ended they end up trying living having this view that they have to rely on men. And later now, if 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 a woman is relying on a man, you call her a gold digger. She's looking for a rich man to take care of her, you call her a gold digger. But it's still the same set of people that still say that the man is the provider. So what do you expect her to do? Take, look for a poor man or what? Of course everybody wants to live in comfort. So like that's one thing I really took home. So ladies we say I know ladies save. We are very good at that. Women save very well. But we save to spend. We don't save to build wealth like men. And that's what that's what RSS said, and I totally believe her, and I agree with her. Look, guys, if you have not read *The Smart Money Woman*, go and buy your copy, like now, 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 as I'm talking. Go and buy it; a draw. The book is just too so interesting, with all the feminist themes. it as well as feminist literature, and then with the um. With the financial lessons, you will learn a lot. You will learn a lot. As a woman, you will learn how to be successful. How to manage your finances without a man. Okay, let's say the society has taught you that men are supposed to be the providers. Irsa is telling you that now that you don't need to rely on a man to build your wealth. You can be freaking rich on your own. You don't need any man. Please... And if you are buying the smart money woman, buy the smart money tribe alone. Cause, so that you can like, understand. Like, and she even said that, I recently said that she's a feminist. Because, one character, Deji, he, he said that feminists are man-hating. But that's not true. That is not true. Feminists are not man-hating. I know I'm always talking about this thing. But I'll continue to talk about it. Feminists don't hate men. We don't hate men. Seriously, we just, we just don't like men that are sexist or misogynistic. And if that happens to be you, then maybe that I are not being in their favor. But we don't hate men. And then, like, see the statement. But, Miss Independent, you are too beautiful to be one of these man-hating, I-can-do-it-all-by-myself, Nigerian feminist types. You should have a man in your life that spoils you so you don't have to. Like, what's that supposed to mean? Is what is implying now is that feminists are not beautiful. See, you are too beautiful to be one of these man hates. So feminists are not beautiful. We are ugly creatures. Well if people if you people have seen me, you know that I'm hot. (laughs) Hot cake. Hot hot. So like I don't know what this, this this fake character is talking about. And the truth is that this was so many men and even women, this is what they believe. Like they believe that feminists I talked about this... You guys should ch- ch- check... Episode 1... I really... Dived into this... Common misconceptions about feminism... Yes... But thankfully... Lara my queen... She put him in his... Place... She put him in his... Place... Ah... Well... You should read the book... That's like... What I can just say... You are going to learn a lot... About finances... How to keep up with your finances as a woman. And then you're going to learn a lot from the lives of these women. And you start to see them as your friends or as your role models. Because Arisa really builds... She really builds these characters to be so realistic. You'll be like, ooh, what would Zuri do? Or more if I was here. This is what she would do. So, yeah. I've come to the end of my review. My review is that this has to be the best book I've read all year. I've been in a book of a bit of a slum. So I haven't really read much books. But the few I've read, The Smart Money Woman Trumps all of them. Hands down. The fact that it's written by a Nigerian. And talks about women. In finances. Two topics that don't really go. And not really seem outside together like that. Ah definitely my favorite book this year so you guys should check it out that brings me to the end of today's episode I hope you guys enjoyed it yeah don't forget to all I say don't forget to like subscribe please 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 leave a review if if are a rating rate this podcast leave a review it really helps me like so it helps me a lot. You can follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on TikTok, any social media well, at Feminist Inc. Says, I'm doing on Pinterest, I don't know what I'm doing there, but still at Feminist Inc. Says, follow me there. Bye, guys, and I'll see you next week.